How was your uh, how's your holiday? Oh my gosh, we're all sick. <laughs> we're all as sick as dogs. Uh, Is it even a holiday when this comes out? Uh, It'll be one of the holidays. Yeah, um, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to how to handle the time. You know the timing of everything, I, I, right? You know, I put in the spreadsheet what day this comes out, so that way we could talk about it. And you know what? No, it's like, <laughs> let's just talk as though it's the holidays. Happy holidays, everyone! Yeah, yeah. It's nice and chilly. <laughs> Get nuzzled in by the fireplace um, on this cold December eve. Um, um, yeah, or this is just me vamping while I find out what day this episode comes. It, out. Yeah, one. It's on the seventeenth <laughs> of January, which is still probably going to be a a very cold day, right? It will be. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It is a holiday. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everyone. Um, or at least it's nigh. Uh, it is nigh or hither or uh, <laughs> one of the two. It's the closest holiday to now. Um, or maybe Cesar Chavez Day. Oh. That's a good day too. There's also that Cesar, Cesar Chavez uh, Boulevard, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of Cesar Chavez, did you see? Only because he was a labor organizer, did you see uh, a timely reference here in January? Um, the Irishman. I, I did not. Oh man, don't do what I did and decide at eleven thirty. You know, I'm gonna start the Irishman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I certainly finished The Irishman after starting it at 11.30. Um, but it is not a late night film. <laughs> um, I actually feel like I loved that I watched it as late as I did. But I'm a 35-year-old father. so um, Now, is that because of the content or the length? Uh, the content. Content-wise, worked great as a late night film. The length, yeah. not a great late night film. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost four hours long. I think it's they said it's the longest commercially released film in 20 years or something like that whoa um, so yeah uh um, and so yeah, and you're, and you're one it, too so. it sounds like you're one that uh when you start a movie you finish it not usually but if no? i start a scorsese film yeah no. I, I sat down to edit uh i do uh you know uh, i'll moonlight uh from time to time so i'll work uh all day and then i'll come home and we'll put the kid to sleep have dinner and blah 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 not necessarily in that order. Um, and <laughs> right. uh, and then I, I, much like this evening, um, uh, I will then start my night and do a new round of things. So uh, I did strap into my edit bay one night. And at the time uh, I was moonlighting on this particular project, my edit bay was in my bedroom. So I would work and uh, Susie would be in bed next to me watching TV, which is behind me. So I'm not distracted. However, um, she started one of my favorite all-time films, and I knew that it was the movie that she had started because I heard the very first sound effect of the film, which is a car passing by, which is Scorsese's Goodfellas. And oh, I boy. throw my headphones off, and I'm like, are you watching Goodfellas? <laughs> um, <laughs> did you not and, get much work uh, done then? <laughs> I didn't that night. What else didn't I get my work? I, I That and then, um, oh, uh, she had put Speed on, and I that's another movie I can't um, look away from. And I know all the lines for some reason. Um, and that movie holds up. And because I had set up my Plex server to be like a glutton for all things I love, um, I was like, oh, I'll download Speed 2 as well. I mean, I, I don't remember why it was bad, but I remember not liking it. And how do they explain that she's not with Jack anymore? And sure enough, in like the first 10 minutes of the film, it's just so written away so poorly and dumb. Anyway, 
And that's, that's the one where it's uh, it's called Cruise Control, the sub the subtitle, right? Yeah, with uh, um, Jason Patrick from uh, the Lost Boys. I like Jason Patrick, um, but he's no he's no Jack Travitt from uh, right. Speed. So it's just Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I, and, I, and when I saw the cover art, the fact that they're on a boat, I thought that was a bit of a stretch. Um, so I never, and I that's never why Keanu it. didn't do the film. That's why he didn't do the film. He's like, what? Smart man. Um, <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> So anyway, we're cold um, and we're sick and uh, we're expecting a baby anytime in case, you know, I just need to keep mentioning it. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, all in all, I'd say it's a beautiful day. This is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were uh, setting up at all or not. Um I wasn't, and in okay, fact, good. when you, I thought you were going to hit it with when you were mentioning the uh, the date that this was going to be releasing because you were talking about I a know. nice cold. I should have, you know, it's 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 odd because it's we're recording at this point one month before the episode airs, yep. right? A, a month, month and actually, yeah, yeah, a month and a couple of weeks. It's like I, I don't know, man. It feels natural to talk about today, but it makes sense for listeners to talk about. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about it. January seventeenth. It was beautiful out today. What a beautiful day! Oh man, the the air was crisp. Uh, <laughs> as my wife loves, you know, walking. She walks to school. Uh huh. Um, you know, still we're we're close enough, and then she can. Uh, she loves it when she has to wear a nice warm coat. Oh my god! And it's uh, you know, it's nippy. What what else is going on? What's going on in the world here on this January seventeenth? Um, how about that impeachment hearing that is t- still going on? Uh, right? Sure, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Um, and, uh, what else happened? Um, how about, uh, 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 did you see Star Wars? Oh my gosh. It it was so great. Um, all of the Star Wars things that happened in it. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Oh, are you there? There you go. There you go. Weird. That's a first for us. You'll, yeah, that is a first. Won't you be excited to hear what I had to say while you were gone? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it was recording. Yeah, huh? man, it's January 2020. Man, anything can happen. Who knows? Right. Yeah, I'm, I think I had, uh, I, I had said something about, oh, it's still going on, and then it was silent for about a minute and a half. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, it's probably I, because I, we we're being you know, listened to, right? Well, have you seen the new Star Wars? Because I just spoiled the entire movie um, <laughs> because it's out now. You know, <laughs> I mean, right. at, at this I, point, uh, it's almost out on Blu-ray. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's January 2020. Do we still have Blu-rays? I don't know, man. It's finally the future. I think 2020 is that date <laughs> everyone uh, picked in their uh, cyberpunk yeah, It's a new films, decade. Right? Oh, my gosh. Did we even welcome people to the new decade in the last episode we released? <laughs> um, no, but let's see. Which well, one was that? The last episode. Oh, Who could forget? Who could forget the takeoff horkers? Whoa, we really, no, we really hit them with the one, two, was, three punch. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, we did one, two, three, four, and then we did take off Horkers, that classic episode. Oh yeah, classic. Um, and here we are with beautiful day. Um, um, and 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 now let's talk about the song, I guess. Unless, are we still talking about the future here? Uh, you know what? No, it might organically call its way back into our conversation, but uh, for now, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're ahead. all living it now. Yeah. We're all here in January 2020 together. Um, we don't need to talk about things that people know about. Um, so beautiful day or as I've seen it titled in places, including in my own music library, Beautiful Day with My Best Friend. Um, 
beautiful day. Uh, um, I think it's a jam. I absolutely unabashedly love this song. Did you say that it was a that it was beautiful day with my best friend in parentheses? It's not in parentheses in my library. In two entries in my music library, it is. Um, it's on an album called Yo Gabba Gabba Hey, called Beautiful Day with My Best Friend, and then uh, Yo Gabba Gabba Music is Awesome. The album it's called Beautiful Day with My Best Friend. The only difference being with is capitalized on the Music is Awesome album and with is not capitalized on the hey album oh. um and that's about all i all the information i have um but yeah music is awesome volume two was released in 2010 and the hey album was released in 2010 so who can know track yeah. three on hey and on volume two of music is awesome it is track 14 and there's oh my gosh did you see that weezer is on this uh music is awesome volume two no, and that was actually going to be one of my talking points was the relationship there. No, I did not know that. So is, is this album? Can I search for this on Spotify? Then this was I don't hey? I don't know Spotify. It's it's January twenty twenty. Man, is Spotify still around? <laughs> oh boy, I don't know, man. This is a wild time. The theme bikes are fun. This might just be themes. Let's see. So you said Yo Gabba Gabba Hey. There it is. Beautiful day with my best friends. Lowercase. Mm-hmm. Man, taking back Sunday. Oh, yeah. What's funny is, so, like, I guess I only have the songs by the artists I like. So, on Hey, and and let's not let's not say, these are probably all great. And I actually like Taking Back Sunday. So, why I don't have the whole Hey album, don't don't ask me. But, um, but yeah, I only see Jimmy World on the Hey album as track three in my library, my personal library. And then on Music is Awesome Volume 2, I only see track 2, 14, and 18. That's Weezer, Jimmy World, and, and the I Ting swear, Tings. I thought All My Friends so. Are Insects was on one of their albums. Now, All My Friends Are Insects yeah. is track two on Music is Awesome so where Volume 2. You're saying you thought All My Friends Are Insects were yes. was on yeah. a Weezer album? Oh, it's probably a B-side. And it could be, but I searched for it. And, and again, own. it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm relying on uh, Spotify. Um, which hopefully still exists uh, to give me the right information. So I, but I swear I heard it um, on. I want to say the Red album. All my friends are insects. Um, I mean, I would be very surprised. Oh my but gosh, is the timeline right? When it, was it, Red? They must this have so much fun on Yo Gabba Gabba when they're doing these videos. I mean, I, I, we'll talk about the uh, the Jimmy Eat World video. Um, but yes, I'm just looking at the screenshot or the the Max Res default for All My Friends Are Insects. And I can see rivers, uh-huh. and it looks like Scott. I can't really tell there, uh, but they're like dressed in cockroaches and spiders. <laughs> yes, they look like they're in a bug's yeah. land at and Disney California Adventure, back. He's, which is he's not, an entire I mean, uh, praying mantis. <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, it, you know what? I don't know how I got it. <laughs> this is then good. I, my cousin must have shared it uh, through YouTube. I do see an, a version of a YouTube album with or a YouTube track of All My Friends Are Insects with the Hurley album art. So maybe it was a like a, a bonus track on there Hurley. You go. You're right. Let's see. Now, this has got to be lyrics fandom. If I go to Hurley. Yeah, it looks like it was the song is by Weezer and appears on the deluxe edition. So, yeah, it was an extra track on there. So I did hear it on an album. It was Hurley. OK, so right. I wasn't going nuts. Uh, and now I see the Adam Dybart All My Friends Are Insects demo. What's that about? Is that a cover? Where are you seeing that? Oh, on 
Let's go back to. Uh, I just Googled all my friends are insects with no quotes or anything on Google. And it's the third video thing that pops up here. I'll send you the link. Um, and uh, I have no idea what the original song sounds. Oh, that's not true. I just don't remember what the original song sounds like. So that's the version I just sent over to you. Yeah, I can't even find that one. Let me look for your. Uh, there it is. Adam DeBart. All my friends are insects. This all my friends crazy. are insects demo. You want me to play this? Let's see. It, this, Why I, not? See. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Would You're we right. be Jimmy okay, Adam Pod Diebert, we were... I, that, that name is the writing credit for one of the writers for Yo Gabba Gabba. So I have down as the writing credits for Beautiful Day as ah. Adam Debert and uh, Jerron Gibbs. I don't know if Adam Debert. Oh, wow. I'm glad you found that. So wait, Jimmy no, Eat World I'm, did I, not that's write why I Beautiful put down Day? Adam Debart. I was very confident that it was here. him that wrote this. Uh, and then maybe they maybe they wrote the music for it. Maybe they in their style. Okay, well, take me to school. Tell me more about the writers. Yeah, I didn't so get that far it looks in my like research. it's just the two guys, and one might be just the show writer, uh, the story writer. But Adam Debert, um, I was going down. Where was I looking? Uh, Lance Robertson. I'm getting kind of all over the place here. So he's the uh, the guy, the host, DJ Lance Rock. They call him, who seems to be a very Honest, right. okay. Very, very much like uh, Fred Rogers. Very honest. No, any kind of controversy surrounding him. He's got an NAACP Image Award for outstanding performance by youth uh, series. Right. So I went and, and looked back at him, and it looks uh-huh. like he knew Scott Schultz of the Orange County indie pop band Majestic, and he was co-creating the show Yo Gabba Gabba, and then he asked. He asked Scott Schultz to serve as host. And I don't know, it doesn't have any link between um, Scott Schultz and Adam Debert, but Adam Debert and Jerron Gibbs were definitely in the writing credits for this. Uh, the, and actually, no, the, the story I editor, see. and it says story editor in parentheses on IMDb, is Dan Clark for this episode. So maybe it's those two guys, Adam and Jerron, that wrote these songs or wrote this particular song for Jimmy Eat World. But real quick, can we talk about let's how listen, well um, to the Adam Debert, oh, yes. uh, the official on Weezer B-Sides that's here. I have a friend and it's an earthworm. It burrows underground deep within the soil. Sometimes when it rains, it comes out and we talk about our day. I have a friend and she's a butterfly. Man, I think I, I lost. Oh, dude, check this out. I thought I lost you again. No, I'm still here. Were you? Uh, was it cutting out? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, here's something I, else I've found about Adam Debert, which will tie into <laughs> later what we're talking about. He was he played guitar, trumpet, and keyboards in Aquabats as Prince Adam from '94 to 2004. Yeah, there you go. So there it is. That's that's the uh, the link then. And that if Correct. I go on to read more on Lance Robertson's, it says Robertson tours with the Aquabats performing kid-friendly DJ sets and dancing with the monster cast uh, from the fr- family-friendly Gabaland monster. So that's the that's the link right there. That's the bridge. So Adam Debert is writing these songs. I, I don't okay. have much on Jerron Gibbs, but yeah, so he's from the Aquabats. Right, and let's take a little, let's zoom out a little bit. The song Beautiful Day is from the show Yo Gabba Gabba, which is essentially an Aquabats TV show. Um, 
that was started by this guy, Adam Bieber, and Christian Jacobs, who's MC Bat Commander, the lead singer of the Aquabats. Um, and Christian Jacobs um, knew a little bit about the television industry because he was a child actor. Did you know this? I did not. Christian Jacobs? So, Christian Jacobs, the lead singer of the Aquabats, is in a few really cool... <laughs> he was on Married with Children. Check out this clip I'm going to send to you. Um, 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 um. Oh, he was on Gloria, which was an All in the Family spinoff. Um, but he was on an episode of Married with Children. I just sent you a link. Um, now, at the beginning, it's amazing because Pauly Shore is also in this same clip where uh, Al is working at a burger joint. Like, it's very Good Burger. Like, Good Burger must have been inspired by this scene. Um because everyone there is like a surfer dude and all that stuff. And uh, Bat Commander himself shows up at around 50 seconds. So um, just know that right. Pauly Shore opens this clip in the most Pauly Shore awesome way. Right, Al Bundy go. is... Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I was very finish. excited to see it. I was going to say Al Bundy is kind of like his character from Wayne's World a little bit, where he's just like not wanting to be there at all. And mostly he's like his character from Wayne's World because he's wearing the paper hat. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> To go where no burger has gone before. Okay, yeah, right. That's good. Um, well, let's just start from the beginning, okay? What goes on a hamburger? Tomato, onion, ketchup, pickle, and a squirt of beef squeezins. Yeah, now that is our special sauce, Bunny, and that goes on last. You've been putting yours on first, and uh, it's been washing the color and off the tomatoes. <laughs> Get with the program, Bundy. You're a disgrace to the hat. Oh, clean your station. Mary, you're back, Commander. <laughs> you know, when I took this job, they didn't say anything about cooking. They're literally making the beef. Yes, in oh, a trash can with an oar. fur in there. <laughs> then why isn't Bundy doing this? The captain didn't think he was ready. I love that he says I mean, captain. Look at the poor old guy. I mean, why would a 60-year-old man <laughs> want to work in this dump? To meet chicks. <laughs> now, did you watch this show when you were younger? Uh, I remember watching it, yeah. I had to, this this and Ren and Stimpy were two of the shows that I had to um, hide from the, the oh. fact that I was watching them. Oh, no, I very much watched it with my dad, this and Ren and oh. Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> well, my yeah, my dad wouldn't wouldn't have cared. Um, he... he wouldn't mind when I watched this. It was it was uh, when my mom came home and saw I the, see. that I was watching this, and she, and rightly so. I mean, you watch it now, and it's pretty crude. Um, and I was getting it then too. I it didn't go over my head. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, innuendo that I got. Um, sure, but it was a good show. Um, so Christian Jacobs, it's it's it, you know these people are are born to entertain, right? Yeah. Can can I show you one more clip? Yeah, because it's so iconic. Um, he's in Pretty in Pink. He's the oh. kid at the record store that Annie Potts shoots with the staple gun. So if you click on the link, he shows up 25 seconds in. Uh, right. And how amazing. I love that he's like he's a surfer pizza guy in one, which is insanely like pop punk. 
And then he's in a record store in Pretty in Pink, which is just so apropos. <laughs> so um, play this clip and he shows up 25 seconds in yelling. Part of me says just go and get it over with. And this other part of me says it's a stupid tradition and what's the point? Well, you know, you could say that life itself is a stupid tradition. Don't analyze it. You missed my eye by an inch. Half an inch. This ain't the public library, life fingers. <laughs> um, I've got to admit, man, I haven't even seen that movie in its entirety either. And I think that's one of those classic ones, a classic I'm film that I just need to watch. We are experiencing technical difficulties. You're going to have so many great little aural treats all those yeah. times that the drops the calls drop because i just keep going yeah the uh i have no idea what's what's causing this issue now the uh yeah the, man there's no change in our service strange things are afoot. nothing yeah in this 2020 is weird man i t- uh, well i did i i talked about how uh wi-fi doesn't work anymore in 2020 um obviously because here we are obviously. in 2020 knowing this fact um, <laughs> um and, and what I had said last was I haven't seen Pretty in Pink uh, in its entirety. I have seen oh. The Breakfast Club, so it's not like I haven't sure, seen sure, any sure. of these iconic 80s films, right? So have you um, ever seen but, Annie Potts looking like this awesome punk rocker no. chick in The Thing? Because you no, know her first, as Janine from Ghostbusters, right? You're darn right. That's where that's my first introduction to Annie Potts. Um, there may have been another film that she did a supporting role in, and I can't think of it right now, but that's the first one where I can clearly remember, okay, Annie Potts. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So so Christian Jacobs doing his thing um, in Pretty in Pink, and, as well as... Married with Children. As married with Children. Starts Aquabats a couple years after Married with Children, quitting act. Excuse me, quitting acting. Aquabats goes on and on. 99 starts Yo Gabba Gabba, and has anyone who's... Anybody who's anybody is on this show. It's like so prolific. It has the most amazing guest stars. And these bands, he's basically, uh, who doesn't like the Aquabats? Anybody's going to be willing to do that favor and show up on the show. And so you have all these amazing bands like Weezer, like Jimmy right. Eat World. Um, and because we're Jimmy Eat Pod, we've already tied it into Weezer. Let's talk about how Travis Barker, drummer of Blink-182, used to play in the Aquabats. So this is all tied together. Obviously, this song is tailor-made for this podcast. <laughs> now, is um he was he was the drummer there? I guess he, he was all he over the He was the drummer huh? on Fury of the Aquabats. So he played drums on songs like Super Rad and other songs from Fury of the Aquabats. <laughs> Uh, and then let's see. This says originally on Yo Gabba Gabba, "Beautiful Day" is a song from the episode "Animals" and is the twentieth Super Music Friends show segment. It is performed by Jimmy Eat World. So they were the twentieth. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to call them secular bands, and we should eventually <laughs> talk about the Mormon history behind this band because I did not think it was a thing. And it turns out as we've dig as we've dug more and more into this band, it is one hundred percent totally a thing. Um, yes, which is neither here nor there, but it was like one of those things that I'd always heard about and was like brushed under the rug. I was like, that's, uh, I don't know. Like, no, there's no Mormon thing. And then we found out Mitch Porter left cause he went on his mission. It was like, 
oh, all right. Um, I guess there, there. That's that must be where it was from. But pretty much, you had dug uh, a little bit, and we'll get into it as the show goes on. But everybody, but who Zach wasn't a Mormon, or it seems to be that way. Yeah. yeah. The other, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess Rick came in later. Uh, but of the original band, yeah, it right. looks like three of the four. Um, I'm, I'm assuming we're, we're, we're at least Mormon. raised in a Mormon uh, yes, in a, yeah. adjacent household. I so, think that's yeah. a better way of saying it, is they were yeah. raised in a Mormon adjacent yeah. home. Um, doesn't Mormonism, right. I mean, other than like the, uh, um, uh, where, how people want to talk about like the bad parts of Mormonism, doesn't it just seem so wholesome? Like most Mormons are probably having a beautiful day, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and all of, all of my friends and families that, that, um, that go to to the uh, the Mormon Church, they all have great home lives, and yeah. they're very much involved with their family. And it just it, some of them are musical, some of them are um, they like to go out and camp. Or one of the dads is a is a, a scout leader, and just very involved with the community, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they they just seem very wholesome. I think that's a great word uh, to describe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mormons. And then, but, um, were you familiar with this song before? the podcast before never even heard it really so, so what are your yeah. impressions of the song beautiful day having heard it for the first time what today yesterday or earlier this week yeah and i don't know what kind of uh, musical direction they got from uh, adam Devert and jaron gibbs but i totally felt the very first time that i heard it uh, it felt like if jimmy world channeled weezer um I for a minute again. and a half um, that was the initial thought. When they get into the chorus, it definitely sounds like Jimmy Eat World. They they definitely put their spin on it. Yes, right. And so they've got that uh, th- that that um, that Jimmy sound does come through by uh, you know within the first few measures. Yeah, and I wonder because. There was a lyric. Now, again, I did a, a minimal amount of research, just enough, mostly about Yo Gabba Gabba and the Bat Commander. Um, there were lyrics that I was like, okay, they're mostly geared toward kids, but there's one line, and it's like, well, okay, well, they if, if they didn't write it, this is a cool line. But if they didn't, also if they didn't write it, I wonder if they were like, hey, can we change a couple things? So um, the lyrics go, leaves watching them blow in the trees, resting against the tree stump, staring up at the blue sky, watching the clouds pass by. Couldn't be more pedestrian, mundane, just very much like see and say. Um, But then there's this reflecting on the water, reflections of you and me. Sailing along in the raft, pretending we're far at sea. For some reason, that second part of the verse seems so much more like introspective than see and say to me. I guess it's like there's something about the imagery of reflecting on the water, reflections of you and me. Seems like a very Jimmy Eat World thing to do is to look at not only think about the past, but in such a way that you're looking at it through reflections in water. Right. That sounds, those two lines right there alone sound like a couple of, um, and even, oh, I can't remember which track it was that we recently had done. Um, just how Jim or whoever is writing these lyrics, I'm, I'm assuming that Jim is writing the lyrics for, for Jimmy World, uh, gives you a line to consider and then takes one step further and like you said it's, it's more introspective it gives you he, he, it's like are you listening to what i'm saying and then reiterates what he's saying in a different 
with different verbiage, right. right? And it just makes it seem like, okay, this is a part of the song that I need to kind of look into or concentrate on, all right? He's not just giving me these single lines of basic surface-level um, kid stuff. Now we're starting to get a little deep. Yeah. And we uh, talked about definitely. this a little bit on the Dizzy episode. You close your eyes and kiss your hand, then you blow it. It's such a long-winded way to say you blew a kiss, but it's so poetic and amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And um, and continuing with uh, that whole theme of... I, so the first four lines, it gives you a visualization. It, it, <clears throat> to me, it seems very much like we're in a cartoon world and this is what we're seeing. But then reflecting on the water, reflections of you and me, sailing along in the raft, pretending we're at sea. Um, I mean, I guess I could, I could visualize the, the, the childish part of that. But yeah, of those two, those two pieces of the lyrics, the second half definitely gives more of a reflection of um, the, the type of songwriting that Jimmy World does. Yeah. Assuming that they had a hand in this. And then there is something so wholesome, like obviously, yeah, beautiful day, yeah, beautiful day with my best friend, with my best friend. But then there's that like little like post chorus that I really love where it goes into like a halftime little drum beat from Zach. And he says, I'm so lucky and happy to have a friend, a friend like you. It seems so sincere for as saccharine and plain as the words are. It seems so sincere to me for some reason. And it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. (laughs) Right. And then they take us from from that that in 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 just a minute and a half, you know. And I don't know they don't do any rep. Do they do a repetition of the chorus? No. At all? Now Genius has it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, twice, it, right? It, it, yeah. For some reason, it has it twice. I don't think they sing it twice, but I do believe I, I'm so lucky to have a have a friend like you. And then it goes into a musical break, and then I think it goes into the chorus one more time and goes out. Yes. Um. But oh uh, yeah, then it goes. Actually, the last line is so. What I have down is lyrics oh, right. from Genius, which I spread out was I'm so lucky and happy to have a friend like you, to have a friend, a friend like you. Then it does the chorus one last time, and then it does the little break when he goes, "My best friend and me." Yes, right, yeah, and that's that part too makes me think of something that it's if if there was a kids album that Jimmy Eat World did, that's what I would expect how one of their songs would end, right. right? And it does Absolutely. have this. Uh, so, uh, do you remember the movie Rookie of the Year? Yes, that's okay, on do you rem- Disney Plus. <laughs> it is. That's right. Do you remember the last shot of the movie when they win the World Series and he throws his fist in the air and there's a freeze frame and you can see the ring and he's like all happy? Uh, I don't recall that scene, no. So, there's uh, that always stuck with me. And then in the South Park movie, there's a scene, I want to say, because that's what Brian Boyd Tano do. And they jump in the air and there's a freeze frame. And that was that oh, that yeah. moment I was like, this is a trope and I love it. So there's so <laughs> many Jimmy Eat World songs that end on this up. And my Susie is always looking at me in the car when I do it because I do it a lot. When songs end on that up, I throw my fist in the air like the end shot from uh, Rookie of the Year. And I just <laughs> hold it like a freeze frame. And this is one of those like Rookie of the Year moments ends of a song my best friend dan fist in the air <laughs> pan up to the sky exactly fade out to the credits right exactly okay i'm familiar with the trope the uh that specific scene no i don't remember it but i there's gotta be uh, it's, it's gotta exist in other was that the places one with but... the broken arm yeah funky butt loving did he just uh, say yes. funky butt loving that's it pitcher's got a big butt um yeah that's a classic um so anyway this that line my best friend and me is such like an iconic moment feel to it. Right, um, right. 
And anyway, uh, this is one of those songs. I wonder if I should try to remember that I talked about this now, because I do it all the time, and say this is definitely a Rookie of the Year moment, um, this song. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's, those are the lyrics. Um, what, what else was I going to say about it? Um, oh, so there was a recent, oh, go ahead. I have something if, if you want me to move forward with a, um, I was going to move forward to a comment that I found on the, the subreddit. Oh, I remember (laughs) in all of this, we haven't described the music video (laughs) or the, the segment of the show, which is. Uh, just incredible we we described the weezer video but this video is the band riding on the backs of flying dogs and cats which i just think is genius now i don't know if they get that sort of direction like they say okay stand right here on this green screen now look at me at this direction you're going to be on the back of a tabby kitten right and and jim you're going to be on the back of a basset hound (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know if they give them that okay. sort of you uh, you're lobbing this to me so I'm so sorry I know you had something lined up but what if I told you you could see all of that yes oh you can they've posted the, the making scenes? of behind the scenes of this and we're gonna watch it <laughs> live here on the podcast because I can't believe you didn't find this so <laughs> I did not find it let's uh let's watch it together because it's a great watch and I remember I think I saw this video before I realized the Bat Commander was involved with the show. And I was like, um, that's the Bat Commander from Aquabats. Or it's like one of those things where I heard that the Bat Commander was an, or that it was an Aquabat show, but I just never looked into it. And this video was like, oh, right. So this video was posted June 2nd, 2009 by the Yo Gabba Gabba official channel. Uh, and yeah, the comments are turned off. I have no idea why. Um, but um, why don't you click play on this and I'll try to sync right. up with you and we can chat about it. All right, here we go. Hi, today, Jimmy E. Rose is here and they're going to sing a song about friends and animals. <laughs> yeah. Today, Jimmy E. World will be flying puppies and kitties across the United States and into the world. We will be <laughs> performing on top of small animals. <laughs> So they well, actually, absolutely it'll be very large animals <laughs> that will be riding around like and rocking on. Watching the clouds pass by, reflecting on the water, reflections of you and me. Sailing I love how Jim looks. He's so happy. They're <laughs> all so happy. <laughs> I love Jim's look here. His eyes are so great. With my best friend. With my best friend. In my mind, I saw Jimmy Eat World flying on these cats and dogs through the sky, kind of like Never Ending Story, but they're playing the song. And so I woke up from my dream and I sketched it on paper. And I think that was on a Saturday, and we were supposed to shoot him on Monday. So I called everybody and I said, I, I got the concept, we know what we're doing, and it's gonna be good because we can shoot it on green screen. And, but then we have to find real cats and dogs, so. He had the dream, it was such a powerful dream. I woke him up and he called me and said, can we do this? I said, I, pretty much, I think so. It'll be hard, but we can try, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, we can do it. And uh, so we did, we had a cat wrangler come in, we had some people bring in their dogs, <laughs> and uh, cat just shot them, and then uh, here they are, riding away. Jimmy World. 
it's quite a privilege to be here and see it come together. Rick see with what short hair. goes into making the show. Oh, yeah. So this is a great instrumental version of the song here. I'll be quiet. Experience was great. I'm definitely having a great time. I don't think Rick loses his smile the entire No, time. he's so excited. <laughs> oh man. This was so, so that's, much fun. That's the making of the video. Everybody looks like they're having the best time. And I mean, yeah. could you not? <laughs> I know, right? You come in, you you, you realize you, you probably walk in as a band on Monday morning uh, into the studio and you talk with Christian Jacobs and he says, so this is the concept that we're rolling with. <laughs> I determined on two days ago in a dream. Oh my God, so good. And uh, the music is so good. Like just that instrumental part. It's like not, they yeah. didn't throw it away. Like they treated it like a real song. They recorded overdubs of guitar lead to the melody and everything. It's so good. Who do you think who do you think dislikes videos like this? Like this has the comments. Well, are the turned comments off. are turned off, which means that there's probably bad people in there for some reason. Which right. sucks. But why would anyone what was the, it's I, Yo Gabba Gabba? I missed the um the upvote downvote uh uh thing, but what it's was one, yeah, one seventy five likes and fifty two uh dislikes. I, well, th- first of all, that's not enough people liking the video. So let's let's log in with the pod account. Give that right. enough. And I've vote. got my personal in here. There yeah. we go. Now we're up to 177, including <laughs> yours. But this thing has over a quarter million views, and it's I don't know. I don't. I just don't get it. Why people uh, want to take the time to to watch something like this that gives you this insight yeah. into a it band is, making a sweet music video. Yeah, it is strangely a difficult video to find. I had bookmarked it long ago. I think I found it on Absolute Punk or something. Somebody had shared it. But when I looked for it today, when I was doing quick last-minute research, um, it was one of the last things I picked up um, as something to look at. Um, So it is sort of buried somehow, but it's such a great video. I mean, it has 275,000 views. um, Right. But the, the actual video itself, it's no 555. Which, as right. of recording, has like 3.5 million views. But it's 1.8 million views, um, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, and the, absolutely. And the official video has, uh, and I'm going to give that an upvote from the pod account, only 486 dislikes, 1.8 thousand um, uh, likes. Um, but comments are also turned off. This must be a Yo Gabba Gabba thing. I wonder, YouTube changed something um, last decade, you know, at the end of 2019, if you remember, <laughs> about kids' content. So I wonder if commenting yes. was part of that. I wonder if they turned comments off on kids' channels. It could very well be. I had to upload, I uploaded a video today, and regardless of what you're uploading, you have to acknowledge it's a, it's a, a check mark, yes or right. no, is this directed toward Which, children? Which, as a parent, because this is also a parent's podcast, I'm cool with. I mean, Wes isn't super yeah. into watching. I mean, I'll make YouTube playlists for him of like Halloween cartoons and Thanksgiving cartoons and Christmas cartoons and stuff like that. Um, but uh, uh, so I, I pretty much other than that, he doesn't surf YouTube like some uh, I, I see kids will have a tablet or something and they'll just sit and they'll click around and stuff like that. And Wes isn't quite there yet. So 
Um, yeah. Uh, but as a parent, like, yeah, no, I'm all about it. Like, comments are the worst. Like, um, so I don't know. May- I'm hoping that maybe it's turned off because of that and not because there were, like, terrible people in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, and this is part of the Super Music Friends show, which there's a little clip. Uh, let me, I think I have this thing up here. Let me just play this part for you. This is the intro. So um, DJ, is it Adam Rock? Why am I? Uh, DJ Lance Rock. The host, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. It does a little bit of a lead in. And then there's the the introduction from the the Super Music. What is I? What did I just say? The <laughs> Super Music Friends Show. So right. this is this is how it looks. Hey everyone, the Super Music Friends Show is on. Here's Jimmy Eat World with their song "Beautiful Day." So if you didn't catch that, did you did you watch the, the that guy doing the introduction? Yes, it's very Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, the first, th- my first thought was Jombie when yes, I saw exactly, him. Exactly. Yeah, and and which made me think: Is this a show that's kind of similar to that? But I think it's just kids shows and how sure the deliveries have to be very um, animated, loud, and <laughs> over the top. Totally, so it just, yeah. And it's interesting: a guy in a turban with with glasses and a little. Uh, it's kind of cool that on the the front of his turban, he's got a little tiny. It looks like a, a record. Yeah, you know, as as sort of the uh, the button on the front mm-hmm. of that thing. I think but, it's definitely. Uh, I think they in they were inspired by all of those shows. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was only eleven days ago, jumping jumping sort of into the community uh, aspect of this, that somebody had posted on the subreddit, "Beautiful day." Let's not forget this gem exists. Oh yeah, um, submitted by Uelksa. Uh, Uelksa, maybe they're Dutch. <laughs> um, oh yeah, is that a, is uh, that but, is uh, that of Dutch origin? Uh, well, I know that uh, Ilsa is a name, so names that end in se can have maybe a, oh, a, a, sure, a yeah. sort of European Dutch Dutch influence there. Um, and then, of course, Snake Snake Oil twenty seven has the top comment here. This song would have absolutely destroyed every song it came across in Best of the Best Survivor, even twenty three. I I don't know about 23, but like I I said at the beginning of this episode, top tier Jimmy. Absolute top tier Uh Jimmy. I can't believe we're 45 minutes into this. There were technical issues, but I was like, this is a quick one. (laughs) They don't do, and they they have never played this live, have they? I didn't find anything. Uh, I, uh, I did, I was listening to Zach on a podcast recently. Um, and he talks about having played some stuff off of their, uh, uh, I think patches off of the original self-titled LP um, at a secret show in Phoenix a few years ago. But I mean, maybe they played it at that secret show, but he didn't bring up this song in particular. No, because this would be a fun little uh, intermission song that they uh, maybe when they come back from a from a break. Oh, and yeah. Just warm back up with this. Get the crowd amped. Totally. I'd sing along. I mean, who couldn't sing along? You would know it by the second time that chorus comes around, everybody in the crowd would be singing, yeah, beautiful day. Absolutely. Um, I uh there was uh, there was also another comment in a separate host. Oh yeah, from four months ago, Ella Bella Medella. Oh yeah, I love Ella Bella Medella. And I believe yeah. Ella Bella Medella might be from Australia because when Jimmy Eat World announced their Australian tour, somebody tagged them, I think. Yes. And they were very excited. So 
Now, anyway, what they say? Going back, going back to uh, to to words and spelling, right? So, uh, favorite with an OU is that a thing that only happens in England and Australia, or is that sort of an entirely it's European? A, thing? It's a European thing. I think it also happens in Canada. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, it really it, it, everywhere but America <laughs> or the United okay. States of America. Yeah. And the reason why I ask is because Ella Bella Medella, uh, the topic of her post was favorite video question mark, but with OU. Oh yeah. Oh, this uh, is up there with one of my favorite Jimmy world videos. I mean, with always be and, uh, five, five, five and, uh, yes. Um, and Futures 2004 made the comment, uh, which got 12 points, right? So mm. this is, for the subreddit, it's pretty big, man. Uh, watch the music video for Yo Gabba Gabba's Beautiful Day, and I think that should answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Man, it, yeah, and it, it's cool seeing all these these regulars in here. JG429 makes a comment on that one. LOL, I've seen that one, thank goodness. <laughs> you know, I've no idea who any of these people are, but you start to develop you know, ideas of where they're located yep. and what albums they like. And that's why we started the pod. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it was, uh, oh, and you also actually commented on that one. Lucky Denver mint. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that video for lucky Denver mint. Oh, it's a, it's a trip. And boy, do I have a little, when we get to that song, we've got a special yeah. guest that I'm very excited Excellent. to have on for that episode. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, when we get to Lucky Denver Man. So uh, I did make a YouTube playlist full of stuff. I thought this was going to be a shorter episode than it is, but we could just go down that rabbit hole if you don't have anything else. Sure. No, I don't have anything else. There was um, no other comments that I wanted to bring up. Um, I only had a couple of um, covers, and one turned out to be just a chipmunk version of... <laughs> oh, so that <laughs> what is that, a Nightcore? Play it. Uh, so it's DJ Esports, um, and it sounds like all they did, I don't know if they changed anything or added any kind of, um, if they added anything underneath, but it just sounds like they sped it up, which I had an entire album. I think this was back when I used to use BearShare to download um, MP3s. Uh-huh. I had to use, I didn't have any software other than whatever was built into Windows for burning uh, sure. CDs. Yeah, uh-huh. And there was a tool that was very basic that allowed you to record in from a microphone. And the microphones that we had were PC microphones, so they were terrible. Yeah. But it also had this ability to speed up um, songs. So I made a mixtape and just ramped everything up. And so it's I, mm. I named it like uh, the Chipmunks covers. And it actually sounds really good. It doesn't sound garbly or anything. It just sounds like very clean, but the pitches just shifted. So, yeah, what you didn't realize is that you created Nightcore versions. Is um, that what that's called? Yeah, Nightcore? Nightcore. And we haven't come across many Nightcore covers of Jimmy Eat World yet. It seems like you may have discovered one, um, but uh, Sadie Hawkins Pod has played a couple Nightcore covers, and I didn't know what Nightcore was until I... Uh, the the I got featured on Blink-155 before I was even a listener. They covered the song Cynical, and I had uploaded um, the song Cynical from Blink's album California on my record player because my record player is from the 50s and has a 78 RPM speed. 
So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll upload it. And it also has 16 speed um, RPM. So I uploaded Cynical as both of those versions, a 78 RPM version and a 16 RPM version. And they played the 78 version, said, oh my gosh, that's like Nightcore. And I was like, I don't know what Nightcore is. But over the last few years, listening to Blink-155, they talk about it all the time and will always play a Nightcore cover of stuff. Um, and uh, and you're absolutely right. So one of yeah. the, the only tag for this uh, DJ Esports ah. is Nightcore. So now I am have been uh, learned, learned, <laughs> and, and you've taught me. So this is Nightcore. Sick. Let's hear and it. Is, that, is, is there any other, okay, is there any other change to this other than speeding it up? Nope. <laughs> Not wow, that I know okay. of. Well, here we go. This is DJ Esports with Jimmy Eat World. Beautiful day. Here we go. I do think that guitar solo, even the Nightcore version, is better than the one in one mil. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. Oh, man, that's great. So Globster Globster clearly does not get the idea. Well, I wouldn't make this comment, but Globster at 107 of this says, what's the point of your SoundCloud? All you do is post other people's music. They don't get it, man. They don't fucking get yeah, it. Yeah, they man. don't. And I, I didn't get it, but I still I wouldn't have made that comment. I I would have been perplexed. Like, what is going on? Why is it all <laughs> sped up? But I guess that's the beauty of Nightcore. Yeah. Wow. So there it is. That's what Nightcore is. Isn't yeah, it so, so I had that's, that was the one on SoundCloud. Okay. That's the one you found on SoundCloud. You did you find anything else? You said you found a cover. What do, what cover do you got? Mm, uh, well, let me look at this real quick before I click. My notes was a oh. That's what it is. So this was, I like how I get the preview now in in my Google Docs. I don't have to actually click the link. Ooh. So this was Beautiful Day and The Middle. And oh, I thought it was going to be, saw oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to play that on The Middle and episode because it's U2's Beautiful exactly. Day. Exactly. Yeah. Turns out it was not Beautiful Day from uh, Jimmy World. So that was the only other uh, YouTube cover that I had. So Well, I mean, I have equally ridiculous videos, so do... But the problem is that it's another Jimmy World song, so I feel like we should keep that till yeah, we'll the last hold that episode. till we get to the middle. <laughs> Otherwise, I have equally ridiculous videos because I pulled these while I was at work. I have no idea really what's in them. I just went through YouTube and looked up "Beautiful Day with My Best Friends" videos and found some stuff that I knew was 
had to do with Jimmy World and some stuff that looks like just girls having fun in their car. And I'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with Jimmy World, but we're playing it anyway. All right. <laughs> so, so let's go with the first one, right? The first this one is-, is interesting. Random slice of music in frets on fire. And it basically looks like they did a mod, a, a custom mod for Guitar Hero. For this song, Beautiful Day, which I think is amazing. So it's basically, if you play it for the listener, it's just going to sound like Beautiful Day with Guitar Hero sound effects on top of it. But they really uh-huh. did it up with the background and the um, and the aesthetic, and they programmed where all the notes on the guitar are going to hit. Um, but yeah, it says, I fretted Jimmy Eat World song Beautiful Day for Frets on Fire. Frets on Fire must be whatever software this is. I changed the yes. background to go with the song, and the fretboard is that of a JA90 guitar. Wow. That's a Jim Atkins wow. custom guitar. So the fretboard apparently matches Jim's guitar, which I think is pretty cool. Um, That's very cool. And then, There's an entire... Yeah. Right? What were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say, there's an entire, I, I, I had gone down a, uh, I think I was just on YouTube searching, searching for things. And I went down this, uh, this rabbit hole of, uh, musicians that there's one in particular that I had watched for a like, good 10 or 15 minutes, but it's, there's an entire community around this frets on fire. Like I, I think the software oh. allows you to play back quickly, um, record, and then, um, slow things down to almost a crawl, like with almost with a dial. So you can sit there and, and practice these insanely difficult, uh, notes on this and, uh-huh. and just, it, but there's a lot of people that are watching this. Oh, it was on Twitch. That's where I was watching it. Uh, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, and apparently you can put your own uh, music video behind it too. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's so funny. And then let's see. Everyone in the comments here is all excited that he has a JA90, which I I mean, they're kind of easy to find on Reverb now, but they're, I mean, probably cheap for a guitar, but I'm not, like, I was like, oh, maybe I should buy a Jim Atkins guitar, but not for $650, $700. Um, and that's just too much for me to just buy as like a hobby. Um, right. And then let's see, how'd you have that picture? So these people are mostly asking about frets on fire. But this guy said, I actually had a version with more notes in the beginning. I deleted every other note. I just can't 100% it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they basically did it because they uh, they they dumbed this video down because they couldn't get it exactly right. But anyway, I think it's great. You can play five seconds okay. of it so you can hear it with the guitar. Here, All right, here we go. All right. This is the uh, Frets on Fire Beautiful Day. Oh, it's a playlist. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I've gone to the playlist. Here we go. All right. So I thought it was actually going to be the music video going on in the in the background. Oh no, it's just a still. Yeah, still though. I mean, yeah. the fact that you can set this up and play, and it's it's all tied in. You know, they've got the the sounds from the game in the background cheering you on playing this this track. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, I don't own a Guitar Hero game anymore or anything like that, but if somebody had this at their house, I would 100% play it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And was it was so, it Rock uh, Band that had uh, Weezer, um, Say It Ain't So, one of the first couple of tracks? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. They're all the same Yeah, so that one I played a lot. I didn't, I didn't know if there's ever been a Jimmy Eat World song that's on... Um, 
I mean, I guess I'll. Oh when, no, I think they the had work comes, or pain or something. Like, we'll find them when we yeah. get to those songs. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say when when that time comes, we'll look at it. But this is sweet. Yeah. Okay. So number two. So I made a whole playlist of stuff just to compile it all into one place. Um, and I have been slowly like making these public. I make them private until our episode launches, and then I just make the playlist of videos I found public. Um, if mm-hmm. anybody wants to go and see all these things. Um, second video is just the music video. Third video says right. beautiful day with my best friend by Logan Horn. Um, I went ahead and watched a little bit of it. I have no idea what music he has under it yet, but it looks like it's just, he used an app called Pixgram to make like a little slideshow of his day. Um, so I don't know, hit play. Let's see what music he put under All right. it. All right, Logan. I think the universe is on my side. Heaven and earth have finally aligned. Days are good, and that's way- Sweet. That I believe is yeah. Did you did you look at the the images in there with the his daughter or or yeah, that little girl like in the, the scene? Very cool. Sweet day, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, this is so. And that wholesome. was uh, that was Logan Horn, right? That, that was, was cool. Logan Horn. And then um, I think that that song is actually one of those newer tracks. Um, and I I can't tell you who who sings it, but I want to say in the last couple of years, that one was written. Sure. Yeah. Um, next is Jimmy Bill Bray. And I'm going to say he's covering Jimmy world's beautiful day based on nothing than I, other than me seeing him with a vertical video and an acoustic guitar. Unfortunately, so 56 it's, yeah. seconds. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it's almost four minutes. So uh, yeah, maybe it's you too. I, 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 I think you're right. Let's see. Let's see what this one is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Song. My name is Jimmy Bilbrey, and today I'll be singing a song that I wrote with Mr. Wayne Blaylock oh, called Beautiful It's an Day. original. Was that him or you? I think it's me. <laughs> I see the clouds. I hear the rain. Falling down on my window pane. You gotta sing about clouds on the day. Wow. Oh, Garth Brooks reference right there. Darkness grows, closes in. Branches sway with a howling wind. Blows my weekend plans right out the door. Let's wait for the, this chorus here. But I don't care. This is what Ooh, I've been chorus. waiting yeah, baby. for. Get it. a fucking song <laughs> dude he can sing a song dude jimmy bilbray rocks ass oh yeah that <laughs> um that it had a very yeah, it had some notes that or some lyrics that were very reminiscent of garth brooks but man he's got a good country voice yeah man i think he was nodding i think he was intentionally nodding to, to garth there <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah man jimmy bilbray rocking um Yasmin okay. Little Babby. It could be Little Baby. Not, who knows? Um, 
Now, this is only 38 seconds, um, but it's called Beautiful Day with Daddy, my best friend. And being a uh, parent, uh, that just pulled at my heartstrings. So I was like right into the playlist. <laughs> All right, Yasmin, yeah, um, little babby. Let's, let's see what's going on here. Reflections of you. Oh. It's the song! Hell yes. <laughs> I love it. It's like slow motion too. This is great. How wholesome. see if there's anything more. Oh, there's a little uh, dedication at the end. That was really uh, for Yasmin Little Babby. That was very cute. Yes. So good. One down vote. F them. I'm giving them an upvote from the podcast. Oh, yeah. We're, getting, we're each getting it. They get, they've gone up. To, they're right. going to get two upvotes. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is, unfortunately, I didn't look at the run times for any of these. <laughs> seven and a half minutes. But it does say beautiful day with my best friend. We can give her 20 seconds and see what Well, Carissa look, Yasmin was a, was a pleasant, that was a pleasant surprise. That one used Jimmy that was track? Yes. All right, let's see. Let's just listen to Carissa B real quick. See what, what's going on with her. Hey, guys. So, we vlogged last night, but... um. It's the day now, <laughs> and we're going to the park just like little kids. They are little kids. Yes. <laughs> I find vlogs so unnerving. I don't like being spoken to down the barrel of a camera. Sorry, Carissa. I do think you guys are ador- adorable going to the park like little kids, but you are little kids. I hope they had fun. Yeah. Yes, that, yeah. The, uh, the vlogging aside, I'm hoping that their their beautiful day with their best friend was uh, was enjoyable. But uh, yes. I didn't. I don't need to watch seven and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> cute though. Very sure. cute. Ho- very wholesome. I'm loving the I'm wholesomeness. Jumping, I'm, I'm of this scrubbing episode. over it, and it looks like they just have they set up the camera, and it's just uh, they're sort of playing in front of the camera on the the playset, which is cool. Sounds insanely wholesome. Look, the next one is cursed as hell. Um, only because it's like one of my favorite things, which is where people just video the screen (laughs) of things. And I'm pretty sure there's nothing special about it, but I did save it in hoping there was commentary of the person that was filming it. So Candy Bandit 1 just filmed a 4 by 3 television. (laughs) Here we go. Oh my gosh, not even close up either. Oh my god, a scan line. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like there's any uh, no commentary. commentary. Well, they want to get it clean, you know. Right. Uh, let's see. I love you, Jimmy World, and you're so cool. You can rock the United States. This has 156,000 views. Oh, yeah, I forgot My Chemical Romance was on. Yeah, there's not uh, much. At least they got closer to the TV screen. Listening and dancing to music is awesome! <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. It wasn't even well, widescreen. Was probably, it, was like, right. it was a 4 Well, this was three. November 2010. When did it go up on the official channel? 
Oh, no, April 15, 2009. It was there in full HD, so I don't know. <laughs> Look, Candy Bandit got a ton of views, so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Right. Firda, De- Firda Dini. This is uh, just a bunch of girls having the best time in a car. Uh, Live, Laugh, Love is the uh, description. And I I really want them to be listening to Jimmy World, but really I also don't care. Um, All right, let's see let's see them. All right, Fierda, for let's twenty see. seconds. Oh my god, it's sped is up. This nightcore, it's a nightcore. <laughs> <laughs> so while the video is only twenty two seconds, it was actually probably a twenty this, minute video of their whole trip. Yeah, this the vehicle sounds European. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. I love that. Um, this next oh, one, this Robot next one, Comics. Jimmy Eat World sells their dignity. Yeah, which I just love. I don't know what it is. It, it just... Oh, I don't like the video description. I'm not even going to read it. Um, okay. But uh, let's see. It tags. Jimmy Eat World sells their dignity. Beautiful day is best friend. Yo Gabba Gabba eats sell out small casino never be it's weird uh, <laughs> jim atkins tom linton rick birch zach lynn epic song youtube poop ytp and then uh oh interesting the uploader himself says have you even talked to jim before he doesn't mind this stuff someone i know has a phone call interview with him fake and jim mentioned it during the show he doesn't care you don't know what youtube poop is wait so the person named robot comment comics uploaded it saying they sold their dignity then commented that the uploader doesn't know what they're talking about i don't understand um there you know and the commenting's really strange so i have to it doesn't read like let's say we go to a thread in in reddit it doesn't read like that i have to resort by is it newest first and Uh, then you can kind of see i'm wondering if there was a comment before that i see yeah newest first so six months ago, but, this is greater than clarity, is greater than the whole discography, Andrew Solomon. So we'd have to go look at the first comment, which was... Yeah, so Rain oh, Williams my best friend. Robot Comics, you're joking, not you are, but you're joking by saying they're selling out, right? So it's, uh, uh-huh. yeah, and that's where the comment is. I didn't say they sold out. I said they, it says they sold their dignity. Hell no, they didn't sell out. Their latest uh, album is a little more pop-oriented than their previous endeavors, yeah, but they definitely did not sell out. This but they a didn't statement. put it all in that one comment. So, okay, so <laughs> It's like they felt like that wasn't enough I wonder if we're missing three more times. Yeah, I wonder if we're missing some context. Let's watch the video. What What is the video? Is it just okay, the video? It's 52 seconds. is wild and all (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, personally, wow. I, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like was it. out there, man. Yeah, I'm into it. It's very Lynchian. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I get the a very like a Tim and Eric vibe um, with that. Yes, 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 yes. Totally. Okay. I don't not, know. Robot comics on, not, did, doing something weird. Um, yeah. So I see. He's not selling. They sold out. He says they sold their dignity. He edited the songs so it said that he blows his best friend. Yes. And then because uh, that was the comment, that was the description in the video. I didn't want to read, but I I think he's being funny with his edit program at Sony Vegas. So yeah. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <sighs> so okay, Angelina so like one. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this is the last one. And this one, I actually hit play on for a second at work and they made a fan made music video. This is our first fan made music video on the show. And I'm very excited. Um, oh, they sweet. made a fan made music video for the song. Uh, and I'm ready to watch it for the first time with you. So when you hit play, I'll All sync right. it up on my end. Here we go. Angelina 04. That was really good. Oh, that's Hopefully going up on the socials people. when yeah. when we launch this episode. And that was oh, really well Justin. done, Angelina. So, well, now that you've lived with Best Friend, you know more about Yo Gabba Gabba than you ever wanted to in the Aquabats. Uh, what are your final thoughts on Beautiful Day by Jimmy Eat World? Uh, I'm glad they did this song. You know, it's... Uh, Me too. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a branch out for them. But it looked like, above all, song aside, the song was really well done. It looked like they had a blast making the video. Um, oh, totally. At, you know, at, at, at the Yo Gabba Gabba Studios. So it just, for that fact alone, I think this is a, a beautiful song. So yeah, I'm all for it, man. This is a good one. Yeah, man. You? I, I already thought it was a top-tier Jimmy World song, and I came out uh, somehow loving it even more. I don't know. I'm really glad you found the Nightcore version. We got our first Nightcore version. We got our first fan <laughs> music video in this episode. This was a great episode. There's a little bit of yeah. editing to do with our uh, technical difficulties, but overall, um, I I felt like we had a beautiful episode, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and uh, on this beautiful day, I can't think of anything better than for people to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Hell yeah.
Welcome back. This is Jimmy Eat Pod. Uh, today I have Eric Circle, who uh, I hold a very special uh, place in my heart for because he was the individual responsible for introducing me to Jimmy Eat World. Uh, I know we discussed that. David and I had discussed uh, my introduction to them in the late 90s. And, you know, I, part of the reason why Eric's here is because we were trying to get clarification on <laughs> the claims Some that clarity. I made, what, what actually happened, because I'm only one half of this. And I'm going to try and not get um, too deep into the inside jokes, right? Because so Eric is, um, a spoiler, is, is one of my best friends. And we've remained friends since we met in, uh, in high school. And so um, I'm going to try and not make it like two people are listening or you people are listening to two people just chatting like they've known each other for half of their lives. Um, I'm going to try and make this you know, as much about uh, Jimmy Eat World as possible. Uh, and so I'm going to ask you what the tough question up front, man. I got to ask, do you remember how you were introduced into Jimmy Eat World? Yes. So my cousin was at a prom and I remember getting a phone call and he was like, hey, you know, that sound that you've been looking for. Well, listen <laughs> to this. And I just fell in love at that point. Oh, you know what? We, uh, I think <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. And it. David and I appreciate any Back to the Future uh, pulls, and then also, of course, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, and Bogus Journey, of course. Yes, of course. So, does that mean that you don't remember? Um, I do. So, I think I have probably a traditional um, introduction to Jimmy World. I I, I probably had heard um, either In the Middle, or... Um, Sweetness or Bleed American on the radio. And I remember buying Bleed American. And I remember falling in love with that album and then thinking, I want more of them. You know, are there more albums? And I remember getting, um, I remember getting Clarity and I remember getting Static Prevails. I fell in love with Clarity. I think that's what really hit me. And that's kind of, uh, it brings a lot of um, nostalgia back. When I when I listen to that album and I think, okay, this is this is high school. I remember it exactly, you know, listening to it in my room and going, okay, it just ran out, you know, the very last song. Let me start it all over. And you're talking about goodbye, goodbye, Sky Harbor, right? Yes, that song, the the 15 minute, uh, that the epic ending yes. track. Yeah. Um, when you and I, so you and I have actually had um, interaction with music when we went out and would play music together. And I'm not talking about in a full on band, but you and I would jam. You would play drums, right? Yep. You'd be the drummer and then yeah. I would play guitar. And I remember specifically when we were at your house um, and you had mentioned, let's, we were just jamming, off the cuff jamming. And you had mentioned, let's do this long, this just kind of like long experimental piece, just like this Jimmy world. And that was one of the first few times I think I had heard you say Jimmy world. And I thought that's, this is a band that is not Weezer. Um, and I don't remember if, and I'm so foggy on when the, the times were, if this was before, um, I, I am assuming it's before, uh, bleed American came out. Cause I went and saw, and I've mentioned this on, on the pod before is that I went and saw with my cousin, it was Jimmy Eat World and Weezer. And my cousin and I were there for Weezer. They were headlining. And Jimmy Eat World opened. And we got there to the venue when they just started playing Bleed American, the opening track. And I could hear, do, do, na, 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 na. Right? And um, 
that was my, the first time I actually wanted to listen to them, but we went and walked to the merch table. But I think you and I had this conversation before. So it was like bits and pieces of Jimmy Eat World that had sort of woven in and out of my life. Um, and I don't, I don't know exactly. You had, you had mentioned uh, Clarity and then also, I don't know if you had mentioned Static Prevails because that yeah. was the album that you had shared with me. Yes. Uh, but it seems like some people got into them at Bleed American, and maybe this is the same case with you, got into them at Bleed American and then came back to Clarity and listened to it for what it was, which yeah. was different. And in your case, you've associated it now with high school. So you get these nostalgic feelings every time that you listen to yes. it, right? There's so many different on, on on the subreddit and just people in general on the Facebook page that mention how certain albums have a space. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a cool feeling that you can get yeah. that from? And, and Jimmy World, they, they have different vibes to each one of their albums. Um, and uh, we never got in to actually making full-on our own music, right? We would just cover stuff. <laughs> yeah. You and I would cover Brand New. Yeah, uh, We would cover... We did Weezer. We did a lot of Weezer, yeah. and we tried to do some... Mo- you were in a Modest Mouse, I too, was, right? Yeah. yeah. and um, But you and I were in a band, right? I guess you could say it was a band. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, so it was called No Memory. Mm-hmm. You familiar with that one? Remember yes, that one? of course. We had a uh, <laughs> friend that was in memory. So obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously there you go. we have a, uh, a B-side of the No Memory. Do you remember that? The So what we're getting at here is we have we had a band called No Memory and there was uh, Greg Gunn was uh, the brother of one of, of one of the group members in our little squad when we were growing up. And he was an in memory. Mm hmm. Right. Which was actually a really good band. Right. Do you remember their music? Yeah. With Marco as the lead, right? Yes. I remember, I remember being very excited in, um, like a small little mom and pop shop that was kind of similar to Hot Topic. And I remember picking up a, um, K-Rock Christmas album that they used to do a long time ago. And I remember seeing specifically In Memory on there as their um, one of the songs in their playlist from them, which was kind of cool. It's like, wow, this band had made it. And I remember kind of looking up to these older kids, you know, they're a couple years older um, thinking, wow, you know, that's kind of crazy. They're so good. I'm, I'm so happy for them. Right. And they, um, they went pretty far from what I remember. They released a couple of albums. Uh, I didn't know the fact that they were on that album for K Rock. Was yeah. it, it? Do you know was that was that a compilation? It was a Christmas album. So they used to do a lot of Christmas albums uh, every year, where it'd be like comedy. They would do a skit, and then they'd play a song, and then they would do another skit. Um, you know, they had <laughs> Carl Santa, you know, come by and scoot, uh, shoot some squirrels, and then they would do a couple more songs. So it was kind of um, oh, maybe maybe was it K Rock? It could have been K Rock. Um, their Christmas or it could be like a warp tour for some reason that's kind of coming to my mind as well does this ring any one bells? of those two does this ring any bells Christmas time in the 909 no uh, no? no was it on one of those compilations no 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 okay and I, I'm unfamiliar it could I'm just, be warp tour it could be warp tour I could be yeah? thinking because I remember looking at two different uh, albums thinking okay that's crazy that they're on there they definitely seem like a band that, and it, it, in fact, I believe they did play Warp Tour once, once or twice. That right? would make a lot of sense then, yeah. if it was on that one. So, it, yeah. So anyway, he was in. Greg was in this band in memory who did really well, uh, and and he had a lot of stickers. And what we would do is we would take. Unfortunately, it took two stickers. <laughs> we would take two sets of stickers and change in memory. I would cut them up 
and I would take an O from the memory and we would have no memory. And that was our band. And um, we had the unfortunate event of actually recording ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Playing music. And I'm looking at this. So before SoundCloud had disabled, I think it was remote linking to albums, right? I put up our album that we had. We, it was called OK Music. And there was a, a very uh, Renaissance-esque <laughs> yeah. photo of all four of us, which I can, I can share with people um, on our socials. And uh, we had recorded, let me look real quick. So there's seven songs, seven tracks, and most of these were covers, right? And uh, do you have any any one of these tracks you want to play real quick? Oh, my goodness. You're going to lose all your fans if we play this. <laughs> it's okay. So there's there's obviously, there's the first track. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. I'm going to list all of these tracks, mm-hmm. and I want to I ask which one you want to play. Okay, so we've got... I'm going to play the worst one. Okay, so, so all of them are better. I'm going to play a snip because I don't want to lose all of our listenership, <laughs> right? So we've got Eternal Flame which is a, a cover, Possum Kingdom, When Hard Hat Harry Comes Around, 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall, Friends in Low Places, Something Happy, and then A Real True Love Song. Mm. So I feel like everyone knows 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall. So I think we got to go with that one. Okay, we'll do 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall. Bear in mind that we were recording this with a knockoff white, it was a knockoff Fender. I don't remember what brand it was. But it was Devin's, uh, one of the guys, I think he's actually singing the, the lyrics, uh, the vocals on this, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so it was his guitar going through a small practice amp. And all of this was being recorded. Oh, man, I don't know what we were putting our mi- microphones through. I think I brought the microphones and we stuffed them all into the same uh, amplifier. So it sounds terrible. Mm. Um, I'm going to try and cut down the volume on this on the, on the final recording. But let's listen to uh, 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall. Here it is. Sorry you had to experience that. <laughs> now, that was the worst one. That was so the worst it's one. it's only better from that point. Although, I don't know. You know how there is a, there's a margin, right? And that when the bar is set so low, I don't know how high. I mean, you can only go up from that point. But yeah. really, how high does the bar go on recording where there's seven tracks that are at that quality mm. where it sounds like you've, you've basically recorded it with a shoe? Um, <laughs> yeah, we we played to at least three people so uh, i mean yes and we a, were in, in fact if we were recording to each other's you know persona that was those three other people right yes. you were singing so we to would us, sit so. it out and be an audience member yeah and, and and i think you the story behind all this is that we were into rock music at the time yes we were into band I, I was coming off of weezer i was getting into guitar so i was doing a lot of covers which is why i was having fun with eternal flame and friends in low places um but music for us has been 
I think one of those unifying factors that you and I over the years have shared music. In fact, so going back to what we, we talked about with the static prevails, that's the one you had shared with me. Yeah. So you had told me before we were chatting, what did I actually share with you? Ooh, interesting. Um, I don't know if there's a, well, I, I would say Foo Fighters. So you were into Foo Fighters and I remember listening to, um, you know, I had to hear them on the radio and I never really got into them so much. Um, you know, it was kind of one of those, you know, you hear them on the radio and you're like, oh, I like that song, but I didn't have the investment to start, you know, be buying an album or looking them up and figuring out like, okay, what other songs do they play? But Foo Fighters was a big one where I just remember driving around and you would put that, you know, CD after CD on of Foo Fighters. I think a lot of times, though, we did enjoy the same music and it kind of just built upon the relationship to where it was like, oh, let's put this one on. We both love this album. Um, I think I don't say I don't I don't want to say that you turned me on to this um, this band, but I do have a very fond memory of listening to Incubus, where we would play online games. And I remember putting on Incubus and playing Half-Life. And then I would be playing Half-Life, shooting people, getting killed and starting over. And then all of a sudden the album's over. And I remember going, oh, okay, let me hit play again. You know, my, disc, <laughs> my CD just popped open because it's done. So let me close that lid and hit play again. And I, I do remember having that um that feeling that every time i listen to that album it reminds me of playing half-life online and this was like this was right when the internet right much started um yeah incubus weezer i I, there was quite a few bands where it was i feel like we were on the same page with oh my gosh you have to listen to this one oh yeah you know i heard about that one and it's just we hadn't yet gotten that um I do remember swapping CDs with you. I remember in chemistry, we swapped albums where you heard me go, oh, yeah, you know, I I, I like this Violent Femme song. You know, I don't know if you've heard of them. And you were like, oh, yes, I have an album of there. I don't know if you want it, but I have two of them. And so I think I had either the second album of Adam Sandler or I had one um or I had two copies or something like that. So it was kind of like a win-win where I gave you Adam Sandler and you gave me Violent Femmes. And it was a live recording um, somewhere in in Wisconsin. And what I really enjoyed about that is I had just started getting into Violent Femmes and I had not yet had any of their albums, but it, you know, obviously a live recording, they were um, on tour. And so they had, multiple songs from a couple different albums that they had at that time, which was kind of cool because it's like you could hear all the songs that were on the radio, but then at the same time songs that I had not yet heard. And I never followed up with the violent femme. So that may have been one of those bands where I'm trying to think back. I may have fallen into a large block of CDs. And I think what happened was again, with the going, going back to the computer thing is that this was a, the late nineties seemed to be a big time where there was a lot of people on Napster, bear share, LimeWire, trading music, but it was also the, an age of digitizing music and, and, yeah. and ripping, ripping CDs was a big term for that, that point in time. And I do remember that my cousin, Tim ripped a 
bunch of albums of his and he was very gracious and said, like, hey, do you want the CDs? So I was able to, he offloaded all of these CDs to me. There was a lot of stuff that he went from, I mean, he would listen to from Led Zeppelin to Violent Femmes. He was the one that got me into Weezer. And um, so there was a, a, a wide array of music in there. And that might have been why I had Violent Femmes because I never followed up with them. I don't yeah. even know what happened to them. I couldn't tell you. I don't have a historical uh, you know, I didn't really look at their Wikipedia, what what ended up going on with them, if they're still making music or touring. And they could very well be, but it seems like, uh, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to ask and, and put you on the spot about if you really still like Jimmy Eat World, but I am, I'm making an assumption that there are paths that people take with certain bands. And in my case, I followed a lot of Weezer. I, I mean, I've, I'm still following them. I have I have chosen to follow Jimmy World. They're a they're a band that I enjoy, but let's say you got me into them, but you just haven't kept up with them on the last few albums that they put out, the last four. You know, they've been doing this sort of every three years for the last few yeah. albums, putting them out, which is fairly consistent and it's it's quicker than than some other bands. Um but they I don't know if if you still listen to them the same way that I listen to them. Like maybe now you're in, still into Incubus. You're still into, what's your number one band would you say right now? Ooh. So I feel like I don't have a number one band, but I'm into a few bands. I I seem to jump into, you know, different bands. And Michelle, my wife, has gotten me into 311. So I have been listening to a lot of 311 because it is her favorite band. So she, you know, we're listening to 311 all the time at home. And so, you know, I've been really getting into them. Uh, I think Death Cab for Cutie might be my number one band right now. Uh, I feel like it's just like a year of one band that I really, really enjoy. And I kind of keep up with them. Um, But then all of a sudden, you know, I hear a band that's been around for a long time. And, I'm, you know, it, it kind of dive into that band for a little bit and then jump on to the next one. Um, I don't know. I kind of ride that wave of being exposed to different, different songs, different albums and different styles. And, you know, kind of enjoying the fact of playing catch up with all the stuff that they've done. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like death cab for cuties, probably my, my favorite. Um, I have, uh, I have not kept up with Jimmy at world as far as buying their albums every single year. Um, when I hear them on the radio though, I love them because <laughs> it brings back all those memories and they have that unique sound that has been, um, you know, that I feel like with Jimmy at world, they have brought a specific, a specific sound year over year. And even though it progresses and it gets a little bit different, it seems to still hold on to what I remember. And so every time I hear a song on the radio, whether it is this year or maybe next year, it still has that same sound that brings me back to, oh my gosh, this is Jimmy World. I like this song now. That seems to be one of the recurring points that David and I realize when they are recording things and putting out albums is that regardless of, they don't try to be too gimmicky. That word comes up a lot. Um, they have been very consistent with their sound um, and the quality of their recordings. I know that they've had different producers um, that have come in. I know that Mark Trombino was for a few albums was big, and then they've had other producers come in. But overall, Jimmy World has maintained 
a, a very consistent sound. And I think that's exactly what you're getting at is that you can listen to them. If you hadn't listened to them for five or six years, you could pick up and go and know right away. Aside from hearing Jim's voice, the quality of their recording, the fact that they aren't doing any kind of weird gimmick, it's just that's what Jimmy World is. And 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 I love that about them is that they seem like that that steadfast, dependable older brother that's just you can always look back and say, That's my that's my my band, right? Yeah. But um so yeah, I, I'm glad you you made that point because that's uh, that's one thing that we have realized is that uh, they have that quality about them when they record music. Now, real quick, let's go back and and bring this back around. So you are on the track for "Beautiful Day." You had mentioned Michelle. Um, I, you're a dad. I'm a dad. David's a dad. Mm-hmm. So we have at certain points in our life we have to incorporate entertainment to our children right yes. and I, it's an interesting thing because you don't want to be totally hands-off with your kids right um as as somebody who's into music you don't want to expose them to something that's going to scare them something that's going to sort of steer them down the wrong path so you want to give them an opportunity an opportunity to experience media uh, entertainment and music in a way that is i don't know it, it's fun for them it's educational and it's good music so and I still have never seen a full episode of Yo Gabba Gabba. So what can you tell me about Yo Gabba Gabba and it's, it's your experience with, with that. Uh, okay. So show. Logan's eight now. So my little one, um, he, let's see when did Jimmy world come out with this song on Yo Gabba Gabba. I feel like this was probably maybe five years ago. And I remember watching um, a couple episodes of Yo Gabba Gabba thinking, what, what is this band doing on here? That's kind of cool. And so, I mean, you're kind of stuck with these very young, um, you know, these shows that are gravitated towards the young audience and these kids just eat that stuff up. But then at the same time, I can't sit there and watch all of these right. like, all of these shows because it, it it's zero interest that, um, you know, are towards the adults. But Yo Gabba Gabba had weird characters doing very weird things and singing weird songs. But then at the same time, all of a sudden they would have, you know, a special guest on and it would be, you know, the Aquabats or it would be Jimmy world or it'd be mates of state or, you know, it's just these crazy big giant bands that you've heard of and you've already enjoyed a lot of their music. And so it's like, what are they doing on here? Um, and so when I saw Jimmy at world doing that, um, beautiful day that was that was a pretty cool one uh <laughs> and your first comment when you when we watched it back together and and you're you, you said get a load of these guys that are sitting here <laughs> floating on dogs and cats yes right and yes. but they're smiling the whole time they're looking up at the sky they're smiling um it's it's a little weird but at the same time i think that that's kind of what they're going for is they're going for these kids to see uh these these people playing instruments and being silly. And at the same time, the adults can go, Oh, I like this band. Let me, let me, let me watch this, uh, this video right. real quick. If I was in the other room and I heard any kind of band, especially Jimmy world playing on some show that my children are watching, I'd have to stop and look and watch and enjoy and see what's going on. And then I'd see that the fact that they're, they're writing animals. <laughs> yes, of course. So, uh, um, like you do. So Christian Jacobs, and this is something that we found out actually 
during the the podcast. You know, we have there's revelations that that David and I experience, and he, um, this was not this was not um, uh, pre pre uh, determined, but I had mentioned that I wonder what it's like going in to a set and and thinking like, okay, this this is the vision that the the director has. So Christian Jacobs, right, the Aquabats lead singer, yeah. comes in and says, on a Saturday evening, he's sitting there sleeping and then has this revelation that he he sees Jimmy World standing on these animals. So it's like he's got <laughs> Sunday and then sat on Monday morning they start shooting. And he's like, I got this. We got a we got a an animal wrangler coming in to do the cats and dogs and stuff. <laughs> and that was it. So I think part of it was these guys are are thinking about the fact that Christian Jacobs has this vision and that's what's going on. They're standing in front of a green in front of a green screen and he's he's yelling at them saying, You're on top of a, a you know, a cat. You're on top of a <laughs> think a, of never ending story. <laughs> right, exactly. We've got <laughs> we've got that going on. And and I think that's part of the reason why they're having such fun. Yeah. Is is that they realize that they're part of this not only are, are they on Yo Gabba Gabba, which is a, a fun kid show, you know, well, to be on any kid show, they probably have kids too, and I'm sure that this is what their kids are watching. So I'm right. sure that's a, a huge draw for a lot of these bands to come on. It's not like, oh, you know, our buddy from the Aquabats is, you know, <laughs> he, he has his own show, so he's, you know, he asked us to help him out. I'm sure that a lot of these band uh, members that as they grow older, you know, they have kids, and so I'm sure that they probably want to perform on a show that their kids are watching because, you know, their kids probably aren't going to concerts or, you know, at least not the younger ones. Right, and I think that all depends on the, I think that depends on on the parent and and. I mean, not not to make any kind of judgments or anything, but every every musician parent is going to be different. Like I'd say that Dave Grohl, who is out here, he's out here in L.A., mm-hmm. right? He goes to a school that we, I don't know if you've yeah, ever been there, but pretty you know, close. Yeah. So pretty close. His kids go there and he's very much into his community and and providing music for for the school and all this stuff. But he hasn't changed his sound or he hasn't gone on to any kid shows that I've known. And as far as his kids, maybe he introduces his kids to some really hard stuff yeah. because that's it. I mean, this is, you know, he's very much, he has an idea of how, what he wants to expose them to. But I think of Jimmy World, maybe their approach is a bit different. And they come in and they say, well, I want my child to just be sort of stepped into different experience with music. Maybe have rock music, but it's fun rock music. And then. Maybe at some point when they're older, then they can get the bad words and all this, that sort of the the, the, the double entendres and all that sort of thing, the innuendos. Um, so it, it depends on on what the parent and the, and, the, and the band. And it also is like it's paralleled with you and I as parents. Like now that we have gone through, we're almost growing up at the same age as some of these musicians. And now we've got to present our children now with this music that we love, that we've grown up with. And yeah. that's all. I mean, I don't want to give them personally EDM music or anything else that's just not not an interest to me so I've got to do it in a way that's clean for them that they have fun and Jimmy World for me is just like the perfect band for that yeah I mean there's a handful of songs that you know I know that Jim isn't it doesn't have the cleanest mouth when he's playing live and but he's <laughs> I mean for the most it's very rare that you hear a song with yeah with cussing in it so um they're an awesome band um before we wrap up, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Anything you wanted to plug or any any people you wanted to mention? No, I don't think so. I mean, I just, you know, I feel like a lot of their, um, I don't know, just like all, all of their latest albums, 
they still kind of draw me back into what they um, like the core of that band. And so that's why I'm kind of happy that you asked, you know, if I would, you know, talk about this is I, I, you know, I feel like every single song that I listen to, I've always enjoyed. And every single song still brings me back to, you know, those albums that you would just put in and then run all the way through and then hit play again. You know, that's kind of what really speaks towards, um, you know, a lot of the nostalgia and bringing me back to all of those core feelings, you know. So I want to thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. And I think that's a really good question to just ask people. The, the listeners that we have that that participate, everybody seems to have the different sort of experience with the albums. And I'd love to hear if people have their experiences. I mean, if you want to if you want to call us it's 484-J-EAT-POD and you can you can definitely leave a voicemail uh, explaining that what what album has the most uh, effect on you and what what is that memory so for eric it's playing it's it's us playing video games or half-life or 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 being in high school at the time it's very similar to me cuz you and i you and i have a lot of parallels in our life um, from the time that we met up until now so there's a lot of i can totally agree with you when i hear that there may be a couple of other albums like third eye blind that I was listening to at the time when we would play these games, but it's the same kind of thing. It's like, that's what, when I hear it, it triggers that, that, um, that nostalgic feeling, that thought. And, um, yeah, there's definitely songs that bring you back to a specific memory, regardless of what that song's about, or it's, it's really just brings you back to what you were doing at that time. And sometimes, you know, with a lot of the Jimmy world albums, I feel like, you just you could play all the way through them and it was just so solid that you would want to start it all over. And even, you know, the, we talked about that 16, 15 minute song. I think that, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the super duper long songs, but that one I I cannot get enough of. You know, it just as soon as it starts building back up, I want to play that all over again. You know, it just I kind of takes me through that roller coaster of listening through that whole entire album, that one specific song. Right. And I know we haven't done that, that we haven't done Goodbye Sky Harbor yet, but I I don't know what the time signature is. But that's one of those drawing in factors is that it's not. Uh, it's not a standard four four. It's like da 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 yeah. da da. You just keep it on in the background as yep. you guys talk, and then you just check in, right. you know, with the song. Right. <laughs> Let's see where just we're about at with done. the song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, man, I want to thank you for coming on, Eric. You've been, uh, you know, you're you're one of my my best friends. That I I have to say, thank you for introducing me to Jimmy at World. And it's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is because I have. Um, you know, and, and it's tough to say because I've got that that um, unconditional love for Weezer, but there's something about Jimmy World, and it's probably the experience and the albums at the time that really draw me in. So I got to say thank you for introducing me to them, and I appreciate you coming in, man, and uh, I, hope you have a, I hope you have a beautiful day. Oh, thank you. You too. 